Hey guys, it's Scott. I just want to thank you for tuning into the Blue Ridge Church podcast. You know, I hope this is encouraging to you. I hope it's inspiring to you. And I pray most of all, it's going to help you on your faith journey. So enjoy today. Well, good morning and welcome to Blue Ridge Church. My name is Cody. I'm one of the pastors here. And I just want to say, so glad that you're here to celebrate with us on Celebration Sunday, whether you're joining us in person or online. I want to remind you that there are some notes available to you if you want to scan the QR code here on the side screens um, that'll help you follow along with today's message. And if you're online, your online host will put that in a comment there so you can follow along that way as well. But this morning, we're continuing a series that we've called Core Values. And what we've looked at are things like loyalty and gratitude Uh, things that uh, maybe we've kind of lost track of or lose track of sometimes, but these are values that are important to help us to become better people, better parents, better neighbors, better employees, uh, better employers, better coworkers, wherever we find ourselves in life as we begin to embody these values that are important to God, we uh, learn to become better, but Really, at the heart of it, our hope is that we learn to become better Jesus followers. And I think the good news is, is that even if you're not there yet in your faith journey, that you wouldn't say that you're a Jesus follower, these core values are still going to help you in your life. And so the core value, we're finishing up this series today, the last core value is community. Community. And it reminds me of what our you know, high school principal used to say to us all the time, show me your friends and I'll show you your future, right? Hopefully you had somebody tell you that before. It reminded me of this African proverb too that says, if you ever hear someone quote an African proverb, it is probably not an African proverb. Isn't that good, right? No, that's not the African proverb. But the African proverb is, it go, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I think that's true of community. And it's really true in every endeavor that we can find ourselves in life. In every endeavor and every discipline that we deem worthy to lend our time and our energy to, we find that community is important there. I mean, I can lace up my tennis shoes and get motivated for about a week to go out and run by myself, but if I partner with you and there's some accountability there, uh, we might be able to run for months. You may be able to start a profitable business on your own, but hopefully that business is going to grow to a point that you need some help, and so you're going to have to build a community around you to help that business take its next step. I mean, you could do amazing things by yourself, but I think it's the lasting impact, the legacy impact, the impact that you really want to have in your life is going to come from a lot of help from the people around you. I mean, think about it. Arnold would have never been Arnold Schwarzenegger without Franco Colombo. Michael would have never been Michael Jordan without the Chicago Bulls. So the question is, is who's on your team and who's inviting you to take your next step? And see, community is so important in every single 
aspect of our life, whether it comes to money or athletics or getting fit or in the business world or in our family life, just life in general. And so why wouldn't it also be true in our faith journey as well? We see that it is because God has made community a core value. That's learning number one is that God designed us to live in community with one another. We see it from the very beginning in Genesis 2, 18. It says, then the Lord God said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. And so from the very beginning, God knew that it wasn't good for men to be alone. I mean, can you imagine Adam with Cheeto dust all over his fingers all day? And he's watching TV, and the TV's on the floor rather than on a stand that she said that they needed. I mean, it's very important that we're together. Being a little silly, but but God knew that we were better together. And he doesn't just say this in the beginning of Scripture. He says this all over Scripture. And he says not just as husband and wife either. Solomon says it too in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. It says, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. That sounds like friendship, right? If one person falls, the other one can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Sounds like friendship and accountability. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? It sounds like marriage, right? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. And I love this because this is from Solomon. And so this is the guy who said to God, more than I want riches, more than I want fame, more than I want an empire, God, I want your wisdom. And God gave him wisdom. He gave Solomon so much wisdom that people from all over the ancient world would come and ask Solomon things and ask him to weigh in on them. But listen to what he says in this proverb. And this is a real proverb, by the way. In Proverbs 15, 22, it says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. So think about this for a minute. This is from Solomon, the guy who needs no advisors. He's the most wise man on the planet. And yet he says, plans fail without advisors, without help, without community. This brings us to learning number two is that Jesus longs for us to be in community. That sure, God designed it that way, but Jesus longs for us to be in community. We see this in in the Gospels in the way that Jesus just lived his life, is that he modeled how community was supposed to look like because he lived his life with a community of, of 12 disciples. That Jesus knew that this movement that he was starting that would become Christianity would only succeed through the work that people would do behind him. 
And it was a community and it was a team and it would become a church that was entrusted with this message. Community was so important to him that he gave his life to those 12 disciples. So then they would create community for us today. Isn't that cool to think about? I love what Jesus prays in John chapter 17. He says, my prayer is not for them alone. He's talking about the the disciples. I'm not just praying for the disciples. He says, I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. So how cool is that to think about that Jesus, when he was praying for his disciples, also took a moment to pray for us as well, for us to be one and to be one community. And look what happened in the early church as a result of Jesus' prayer. It says in Acts 2, 42 through 47, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. The believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Isn't that a beautiful picture of the kind of community that Jesus longs for us to have? So community is a core value because God designed it that way, and and then Jesus longs for us to be in community and to find community. And learning number three is that community helps us to become all that God designed us to be. Listen, I'm not gonna tell you that you can't do it alone, but the question is, is why would you want to? That life is hard. So don't make it any harder than it needs to be by trying to do everything on your own. The last several years as a group's pastor, it's been amazing because I just get a front row seat to see the inconceivable, the unexplainable, apart from God working in community in people's lives. I've seen couples on the brink of divorce, struggling with young kids, find community, and return to the life that God desired for them to have and the marriage that God desired for them to have. I've seen men join men's groups and, and begin to break those generational sin patterns that held their daddies and their granddaddies captive. I've, sound, I've, I've seen couples new to town find family at a church halfway across the country from their biological family. I saw a guy mobilized to, in his faith to go on a mission trip. It's his first time ever leaving the country. It was literally the reason that he went to go get a passport was to go to an undeveloped country and tell people about Jesus. How cool is that? 
because somebody in his life invited him. I've seen people come to Jesus. I've seen people come back to Jesus. I've learned, I've seen people learn to become more dependent upon Jesus as a result of the community that they found at church. Listen, I've benefited from being in group. Really, we don't do groups here at Blue Ridge Church because, you know, other churches do it, so we think we ought to do it too. We do groups here at Blue Ridge because we believe in them, because we've seen how God changes lives in groups, and we've benefited from them. That you might make it on your own, but why would you want to try? When my wife and I got married in South Carolina, we went straight to Texas after that. We knew no one. And it was a group that helped us to find family there and help us to make home at a big church. When I had a drinking problem, it was a a group that helped me to get back on the right track. When we first had kids and we had no idea what we were doing, it was a group that helped us. And we would trade date nights with them and we'd watch their kids and they watch ours and we would trade off and I would go over and mow their grass and they would bring us meals. And listen, I could tell you stories like this for the rest of the day about how people found home and about how people's lives were changed. But really, I'd rather you tell me your story. That what would change for you in the next year you really got plugged in with a group. Here at Blue Ridge Church, we do community through our groups. And we do three big launches a year, winter, summer, and fall. And so you can do different groups for each one of those. You can stay in the same one if that group is continuing. There's all kinds of groups, not just stuffy, boring groups. We have some of those too. No, I'm just kidding, we don't. Um, But they're fun groups. They're groups where you can rally around a a shared interest and find some friends that will help you to make Blue Ridge Church home. And so that'll start February 11th, Super Bowl Sunday, 2024. But there are a couple groups that you can join now. There are two men's groups, one in Christiansburg and one in Blacksburg. There's a table out there There's guys there from that group that would love to talk to you about joining either one of those groups. There's also a ladies group out there that I'm a little upset with because they told me that I couldn't come on Saturday to their uh, women's cookies and cocoa uh, group. But if you're a lady, I'd, I'd love to encourage you to meet those ladies as well. It's a great way to just meet some other ladies here at the church and uh, to get plugged in. And there's another way to get plugged in. That sure, join a group, join a group now, one of those men's groups, or one of those ladies' groups, wait until February. You can, I wouldn't, because you can also join a serving team. You join a serving team here at the church. These are the groups that make every single Sunday here possible. You can open doors, you can greet people, you can teach little 
One's about Jesus. You can come help on Wednesday nights with the youth. You can join the media team and run cameras and sound and lights. It's super fun. And listen, I want to be clear that we're asking you to do more than just a task. We're asking you to join in the mission that God has given this church to help people find and follow Jesus. And so our desire for you is not for you to fill a spot that we have. Our desire for you is to find community, to find people at this church that will make it home to you, to find people who will invite you into your next step in following Jesus, that really, truly, honestly, we do not want anything from you, but we want something for you. It's the good life. It's the purpose-filled life. It's the life that God designed us to live and the life that Jesus longs for us to live. Listen, some of you are like, I get it. I'm already in a group. What if in 2024, God invited you to lead a group? It's a perfect time for us to start talking about it. We've got a couple months before we kick off. Would you just pray? Would you just consider it? Consider leading a group. And January 7th and 14th, right after the third service, I'll order some pizza. We'll hang out. Talk to me about your idea. I'll talk to you about uh, some questions that you might have, whatever you need, we'll get it started. So I hope there's a next step for, for each of us here this morning that's gonna help us to develop this core value in our life of community, that we can join a group, we can join a serving team here at Blue Ridge Church, or we can pray about being willing to start a group here. Let's pray together. Jesus, thanks. Thanks for the opportunity to celebrate those who are taking their next right step of faith this morning in baptism and in child dedication. Thanks for just letting us have a front row view of seeing how you change lives and invite us into next steps for you. I just pray for each and every one of us here that that community is, becomes, or is, or becomes a deeper core value for each and every one of us. We know that that's how you designed us. That's the life that you long for us to have with friends that invite us into all that you have for us. And so I pray for the one who isn't in a group yet or not on a serving team that they would dive right in. I would pray for that person who's been thinking about leading a group, but it's never been the right time. I just pray for willingness. We just thank you for the way that you love us. We pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen. Well, thanks again for joining us this morning. On your way out, do not forget to stop by those tables. There's The men's groups are out there and the ladies' groups as well. But I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your Sunday, and we'll see you next time.